welcome back. Are uh, you ready for a creepy spooky? Straight up, no. Ah. Warn <laughs> um, oh, me next time. I do have a game that is full of jump scares <laughs> that I absolutely adore, and there no. are no warnings. I'm not. It's, I'm I out know. of adult diapers. I can't today. <laughs> you're you're a little scaredy baby. It's okay. I this am. one's actually really interesting. It's really cool. I like it a lot. And in doing the research that I could do for this game, um. I found out some really interesting information. I'm going to give you okay. what I found. I can't guarantee the full legitimacy of it because this game doesn't even have a Wikipedia, even though it came out in 2020. Um, <laughs> its predecessor we're, does we're have on a streak of games for this show, just not having Wikipedia entries. The game uh, dev team doesn't have a Wikipedia page. Like that, there's very little information about this, but we'll. Um, Jump on in. The game that I'm going to be talking about is called At Dead of Night. Um, At Dead of Night. It is a horror game that is part horror film, part horror game, part ghost hunt is the way that they describe it. It blends a lot of live action like uh, FMV, like video into a 3D environment and horror game. It's really, hmm. really interesting for the way that it actually does the horror. The gameplay loop is really fun. Um, I really love the story. It's very interesting. I, it really captured me. I actually, uh, for like a decent period of time, this game was my, uh, I I'm one of the weirdos that needs to like watch or listen to something to go to bed. <laughs> I would pull up Markiplier's playthrough of this game and then just listen to it almost every night for a couple of months. Like I really love this game. It's really cool. Uh. It's um, it's been a calendar decade since I I think watched any Markiplier video. That might be an exaggeration. I don't know if he's been around that long, but he's been I, around longer than that actually. Really? <laughs> yeah, he's he's an OG. He's been around for quite a while. Has he been um, good for that long though? Uh, his big break was Amnesia: The Dark Descent, which came out nearly a decade ago actually yeah so oh, wow, really? yeah that's that was right. his like first big game that came out where he was like notorious for having played it gotcha shows how much i know about markiplier but oh well came out Still, in 20 yeah. oh no my last play was in 2015 amnesia came out in 2010 <laughs> so 13 years gotcha. ago markiplier has okay. been around for a minute yeah. um I do like him as a creator, but also I think that like a lot of the stuff he does is interesting. He's making a movie. This episode is not about him, though. This episode is about yeah. Dead of Night, which is a yeah, the, really, really cool game. Nice. Yeah, I was just using that as a, a point of reference, <laughs> like sort of a springboard for me, because I, I know in my mind, a lot of what he does is a lot of like interesting horror titles. So it's, yeah. it's interesting to, to kind of make that association. That's actually where I find a lot of the games that I, I want to play. And then also it, it gives me some some good fuel for recommendations because uh, mm -hmm. when you play a bunch of random weird things and don't just play the most popular things, you come across some really great gems as as yeah. on this as to this one. It is <laughs> phenomenal. There's apparently a Steam Deck version Steam Deck version now, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, this game has some difficult research it was made by the developer baggy cat limited um they don't have Perfect a name. excellent name great. no notes it's very good um 
They don't have a Wikipedia page, and they only have one other game that they have made. That game is called uh, Contradiction, Spot the Liar. It came out in 2015. This game came out in 2020. Um, And both of those share a development team, and they share a lead designer um, and composer, Tim Fallen, who... I don't know if you know that name. I didn't recognize it, but man, this guy's actually kind of a legend for uh, composing. He dates back to the ZX Spectrum and Commodore 64 Atari oh, and wow. Amiga era of video game com- composition. Mm-hmm. He did such hits as Bubble Bobble. <laughs> oh, so, um, so this guy's old school. Like old school, old school. He did Lemmings. Um <laughs> Yeah, like this guy is like actual gaming legend uh, wow. for co- composition, but uh, Contradiction and At Dead of Night are his first two for designing, which mm-hmm. is really interesting because these games go hard. Uh, I don't know about so much about Contradiction. I haven't played that one yet. At Dead of Night, love it. Super, super interesting. Um, but they both seem to kind of play on the FMV filmed live action mixing with a 3d environment and game that you move around um this game is like real big on jump scares but the horror in the jump scare i find to be kind of interesting um it's not so repetitive it 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 does get to be kind of repetitive um but the way that they do it is really interesting there are a couple of different ways that you can get to a jump scare the Mm -hmm. basic plots of uh also i love that they have like a bunch of youtubers in their thank you section of their credits because it's kind of what blew them up on this game yeah Um, that's nice to see yeah no it is it is really nice to see when they're like oh you gave us free media we're gonna at the very least like thank you in our new releases that's it's really neat um the models in this game are really pretty I love the way this game visually looks. The brief summary of the plot is you are a seemingly college age girl who is uh, going to a music festival with her friends. You get separated from your friends and show up at this hotel run by a man named Jimmy. Um, And Jimmy's having some issues is jimmy this sort of frizzy haired guy that i'm seeing in some of these images because yes he seems like he's not holding it together all that well he's not doing too great he's a struggling comedian who has yet to like really find his feet he's got some i could um i could tell him where his feet are yeah no i think he might need some help with that but uh actually he's really quick on his feet he's so (laughs) fast dude oh my god that's like a lot of the stress of this uh this game is that he is everywhere he's around every corner and that is the thing that i will get there Mm -hmm. so you show up in this place uh you show up in this hotel the sea view hotel uh run by a man named jimmy hall uh and jimmy's got a secret he's got a lot of secrets actually and he kind of at first glance looks like matt smith from doctor who i i was gonna say something about it i know it's, it's not, not him but like especially from like this side profile kind of yeah. like three quarters angle he looks exactly like i know smith. i know that's what actually got me to click on the game I, was like, Is that matt smith? I clicked on it and i was like okay no that's not but also he is British. So like mm. it could be a cousin or something. I don't know. They look so alike, <laughs> but uh, man, 
like genuinely the story that is presented is very interesting you get trapped in this hotel with jimmy who is a little unhinged um you turned down going to see his comedy show and he got angry at that so he is gonna come and uh help you see the joy in his world um that's that's a threat, right? Yeah, no, very much so. He's uh, Man, I wish kidnapped he was cool. and tied up your friends in this hotel, and you have mm. to figure out how to save them and also mm. get out. Um, there are a lot of ghosts in this hotel who lead you through and help you through finding out what the hell is going on. Um, and you find out a lot of Jimmy's backstory and unveiling that you get a lot of really, if you like true crime, this is going to be a really interesting game for you. There's There's some good lore here. Um, yeah, it's, it's very, it tickled that part of my brain, the true crime little aspect of my brain. That's like, Oh, like this guy exhibits these symptoms and like kind of has some of these issues going on. And you can see this motivation coming from here and all sorts of stuff. Um, you get to kind of see the history of Jimmy through like him growing up and his mom working in this hotel to where he's at now and him dealing with some of his issues and also how he deals with his issues, which is, um, I'm going to leave up to you to find out as you play through this game, or at the very least watch Markiplier play through this game or any of like Corey Kenshin or any of the other people who have played this game. Um, I'm going to take a guess and say, not well, he doesn't deal. It doesn't seem like he's dealing with any of this in a healthy manner. There's more than one picture of him holding an ax. And um, that- it is a lead pipe, but yes, Oh, okay. That somehow seems worse. Yeah, it's it's a, a yeah. Um, um, yeah, but it, it doesn't seem like he's <laughs> channeling any of this in a healthy way. And honestly, no. I that's that's a little bit sad to see. Get well soon. It is. Um, so the thing that I think is really interesting about this game, the way that you move around is so fascinating because there's a large 3d model of this hotel with different doors that you're able to either go into find keys for, or like lock behind you, which is really important for some of the things because Jimmy Mm -hmm. is trying to find you. He realized that you're not in your room where you were left. Um, and he really wants to figure out what's going on. Um, I think it might be actually a wooden club that he wants to bonk you with, but um, <laughs> some you, some bludgeoning object. Yeah, it's some, unknown. A, a blunt force that's not going to tickle. Deadly uh, weapon. Yeah. So you're <laughs> running through this hotel and you move from corner to corner. You can peek around corners to kind of like see like is he there? No. Oh, he's at the end of the hall. I'm going to run back. But you're literally moving from corner to corner and moving around corners. And that leads to so many options for like, oh, I saw a shadow. I'm backing up. I'm backing up. Oh, no. Like (laughs) he's around. He's just around the corner, just around the next corner. And like that and that like buildup of tension over and over again of like you have to move to the corner and move around and then move to the next corner and move around. And it's it's always the like oh he's just around the next corner he's just around the next corner is so haunting and then you can like duck into rooms and like peek through the peephole and he'll like walk by and you're like oh shit he's right there and then like he might walk by and psych you out and you like pop out and then he like gets you from behind or like he knows you're in there so he'll walk by and then you're like back up from the peephole and he'll pop through the door like there's a lot of like oh my god some of the jump scares are really really scary and you can like move deeper in the room and like hide in the closet or hide in the bathroom which is usually unlit so you're like hiding in the dark watching through the sliver of 
uh, light as he like walks by and you see a shadow and you're like holding your breath, like hoping he doesn't come through. Oh my God. The oh, actual, like that. it's so <laughs> it, the tension it builds is so well crafted. Um, the way that the story works and finding, uh, finding the ghosts and finding the story is really, really well done. There's like a little scrying mirror that you can find and it'll tell you like a hotel, a, a room that maybe an item is in or maybe a ghost is in that you need to try and speak through through your you've got like one of the little ghost boxes that like it's a radio mm-hmm. that the ghost can speak through um and you move from story to story and every time you find a new bit of that story you get a little bit of a cutscene um in engine but also fmv like it's it's really really cool the way that they've blended live action recorded media with this 3d world in such a seamless way yeah it it looks like they have the environment both fully 3d rendered like you were saying and also fully recreated in fmv do they like blend that together within the same like shot like does it just transition in the middle of gameplay into fmv how does that basically like sometimes it feels it's blended so well that it gets kind of difficult to actually see. And there's not, like I said, there's not a ton of information about this. There's no Wikipedia page for it. Mm. There's no Wikipedia page for even the developer. It's really difficult to find out a lot of the information about this. Cause there's not like a behind the scenes or anything they can like dig into. Although yeah. I definitely would. Mm-hmm. Um, my best guess is that they have certain, like walls and wallpapers that they have like built this environment in at least parts of it so they can like blend in or it's green screened really well. Um, But they have like the moments where like all of the characters are real people. All of the people you see are live action. There are no 3d characters, just 3d environments. So they just take the person and drop them into the environment, but like you'll get to a corner and then they'll play the live action video of Jimmy running around the corner, like smacking, smacking you in the face, the camera work from, um, camera work from 3d to live action has to be blended so well. It's really interesting. Like, genuinely i would recommend you at the very least look into this game just for the way that it blends the fmv with the live act uh, with the 3d world it's so well done so interesting to look at i've i've really enjoyed trying to pick apart this and figure out like okay cool where where are the cuts where is the actual like editing where are the vfx to get the live action into this 3d world so seamlessly because it really does just look great um i'm curious as to if they found like an on-site place that they could record and then just recreate that in 3d um maybe this is a real hotel that they filmed at (laughs) and then they remade that hotel in 3d and blended those together i can't be sure because like i said there's so little information but like oh my god it's so well done yeah that's what i was wondering it that would be an absolute insane move to go to a, a like old hotel looking thing like this and then just fully recreate it in 3d oh and um, then filming that, so much in it and like having to get so many different textures and like yeah oh but it's so cool <laughs> it's such a neat sounding like technical achievement especially when you have something so gripping like a horror game like this where you're people are fully engaged with like what's going on, like trying to scope out the environment, make sure they're safe. And then having that blend these two like live action and like 3d modeled uh, spaces together really seems cool. Just like on a, on a mechanical level. 
it's part of the reason why I wanted to talk about it is mm-hmm. just the the that style uh, the stylization of this game is so unique and so interesting that literally the second I was done with it I was like I want a sequel I want more I want to continue playing stuff like this I want I hope Baggy Cat's working on another game it took him five years to get from the last one to this one mm-hmm. I'll wait another two for them to get from this one to the next or even long <laughs> longer if they've got a bigger project but i want more of this this guy is a video game like hall of famer um making something that's so incredibly new and different i uh i'm really just gripped he did ghouls and ghosts for the commodore 64 and atari like wow. that's from there to here is such a weird transition, but I'm so here for it. And it's such a small project. Like genuinely there are two actors. Um, Mm -hmm. there are like maybe six voice actors and a couple of cameras and it's, it's done. So everybody in your crew identifies as either big Mac burger, McNuggets or McCrispy sandwich, but you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's very creative for the limitations it has. Like, if, if this is just one guy or, like, a, a couple folks working on this project... That's a really creative use of resources and techniques to, to kind of make this experience out of it. A hundred percent. And I think that a lot of it has to do with the way that you move, moving from that corner to corner sets you up in a very specific position that they can move into the live action repeatedly, no matter where you are. And it still work like the way yeah. that they limit your movement also makes it to where the FMV works, but it doesn't feel bad the way you move is so fun and so quick and you can especially watching like i didn't play a ton of this game i i watched markiplier play it and then i bought it and i played a little bit of it um (laughs) but i've watched markiplier play it so many times and the way that he starts moving especially towards the end where he's just like speed running through and like corner to corner to corner to corner to room hold okay out corner 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 and you're just like flying through this hotel so so fun so fluid and interesting movement it doesn't feel limiting but Mm. it is limited which is really interesting um once you like start memorizing the layout of this hotel which is really confusing because there are some loops there are some dead ends there are some really like tricky curvy hallways that lead you to like a a specific uh, staircase that you need to get to but you can only get to from the third floor and then you can leave on any floor but you can't get back in until you get a specific key and like there's so much movement stuff that is really really fascinating mm-hmm. in this game as you're moving through to collect items and all sorts of other like it's it's such a cool experience it is such a weird and cool experience that i have not seen anything like yeah it sounds exactly like dark souls but other than that it sounds really super cool and unique hey 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 i'll 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 go let's watch your head what's an appropriate punishment for what i just said there's uh uh, i'm just gonna go soak my head in yeah yeah, like boiling hot water for a few minutes um Um, anytime i say a loop and a a weird Mm -hmm. dead end it's like oh yeah dark souls it's like hey 
Yeah, Shut I, it. You're not wrong, but stop it. I heard, oh, yeah, you can go one way, but then you can't go back until you find a key somewhere else. And I was like, mm, so mm. so this is a Metroidvania then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's because my brain is fundamentally broken. But no, this no, seems... No, I mean, it's fair, but... Um... <laughs> Um, but no, this seems all, all of those jokes aside, like a really unique, uh, structure for a game. I it's, it's consistently fascinating to me how creative indie horror games can get. I mean, like the indie scene is of course where a lot of innovation and creativity and uh, like, um, adapting under restrictions happens. But the the horror scene specifically, I'm always hearing these wild, like new concepts for games and things like that, uh, which are just so interesting. I have a little tangent that I would like to go on about this specific topic. Um, Please do. This is the thing that you actually see in film as well. Um, Indie film really heavily pushes towards horror because it has such a low barrier for entry. It doesn't have to be polished. It doesn't have to be like super clean and high budget. You can have it be grimy and dirty and it can still be very haunting. And in Mm. fact, it can be more haunting because of it. You can have a limited cast of characters. One big scare is all you need to make a good horror movie. You have to set up tension and have one big good scare and it can get so much attention. And like you can get that from horror so easily and this game plays so well into that and it feels like the perfect marriage of that where it's like hey like horror film has this like history of going into low budget very specifically set cult classic horror films and this game touches that in just the right spot to get such a such an interesting and creative experience that mm. i'm so stoked on um and i think that's part of the reason why i love this so much is because i adore indie horror movies and this and indie horror games and this is a really great marriage of the two um like it genuinely takes a lot of the things that i love about indie horror films and indie horror games sticks them together and makes something that's so cool um that like yeah if you're if you're into indie horror into cult classic horror in any way shape or form check this game out please at the very least watch it but like shoot the devs some money because i want them to keep making games like this like genuinely yeah if they can keep making this i would i would be so stoked um or keep making stuff like this i would be so stoked (laughs) so support your devs please don't just watch it but if you don't have the funds, it's a $15 game. But if you don't have the funds, no judgment. At the very least, check it out if you're exploring game dev or something like that. There's so much inspiration to take from this. I, I've i gotten so many little ideas in my brain just looking through what they did with this uh, the setup. Yeah. Um, um, I'm, yeah. I'm certainly going to have to go check this out. Um, the, the only other question I had is... It looks like, and you, you've described some uh, sort of, I don't know if puzzle solving is maybe the right word, but a lot of like investigative, like piecing together history and things like that. Um, I, I almost get, it, uh, it, I don't want to say like detective game because that's kind of no, crazy. It is, and also, is it really? Yeah. Okay, that's kind of where my question was going was like, how much of this is like you are a detective piecing together a mystery and how much of it is like 
survival trying not to be found by this guy or is is it because they're basically the same thing it is it is a very good mix of those two things um like it is half detective figuring out what's going on trying to figure out like why is this guy this way how do i get out of here what is going on how do i get help you're in an area with no cell service you're a Mm -hmm. typical horror thing you're at a, a strange hotel there's no cell service your friends have been uh, disappeared in some way shape or form uh and you need to get out uh so you're trying to figure out that you're trying to figure out about this guy's past because it will help you figure out what's going on currently um and you're basically going through interrogations and interviews with ghosts about their interactions with him um in this hotel it's it's uh and it teaches you little things about jimmy as he's aged and grown up through his life in this hotel but um you are literally you've got this talk box and you have a series of questions and you gather evidence and you're like okay cool i'm gonna talk to this person about the can of kerosene um in this room specifically because it will get me more information as to what happened if you want the lore i believe there is a speed run strat where you can just get the keys, get your friends out, get and skip like most of the lore. I don't think you have to delve into it, but finding out the truth about Jimmy is important. Like there is definitely like things there that are like, it helps you out throughout the game. So I do recommend trying to figure out what's going on. Cause it, it is such a fascinating story as well. Like, there is some really interesting, really sad, really crazy moments in Mm -hmm. this uh and yeah it's it's interesting to see a story from multiple perspectives because it you're not just speaking with one person you're speaking with several people that jimmy has interacted with and everyone's got their own little take on exactly what is going on with jimmy that's that's always a very tasty narrative device is having several different perspectives that are all a little bit different to, to kind of piece the story together Love that. Yeah, I, I do too. It, this thing, this game scratches so many different itches in my brain. It's part detective game. Interesting mishmash of two different things, that being 3D Worlds and FMV, which I've not seen a game play around with FMV in a new way in such a long time. Like genuinely having a full motion video, like an actual live action video in a game in any other capacity than a cutscene. Uh, I've not seen before, but this merges an FMV into gameplay. And that's strange to me. And I love Mm -hmm. it when a game subverts expectations. I know that that's been like my trope, but (laughs) dude, it's so cool. (laughs) That's there's a reason that's a popular thing to do, especially in indie games is to kind of, I mean, take something that's already sort of established, twist it around, make it more interesting. For sure. Like I just, you have to do something to stand out, especially in the indie scene. Otherwise you're not going to really go in. You can triple a games can do the same thing over and over and over and over and over again and still sell because they're they're, not afraid to, which is great, which is super cool. and fun. I love that. But indie games (laughs) require and necessitate innovation. And I think that's one Mm -hmm. of the reasons why I love making this podcast and why I wanted to make this podcast with you is just seeing all the cool ways that indie games are like, okay cool i understand that y'all got this system let me let me do this in a whole new way Mm -hmm. um really is so 
Mm. I I feel terrible because my the next game I have to bring up for the, the next episode not an indie game at all. <laughs> hey, we've got a, we've got a lot of them. I've talked about Pokemon TCG. Like that's not yeah, an indie exactly. game. And the, yeah, there, there's been very yeah exactly. But at at the end of the day, it's all about like creative things that games are doing, and that's that's yeah. kind of where the indie space thrives is finding really new does. tactics new ways to get your name out there and new ways to like give you the same thing, but in such a fresh way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think that's all I got for at dead of night, unless you've got anything else for me. No, I just, I want to know what's up with this guy. He looks, um, he looks like he's fun at parties, but not like if you, if you sit down and have a one-on-one conversation with him, it might get a little uncomfortable. Uh, no comment. All right, cool. <laughs> play the game. Play the game. I will. I, I I certainly will. Um, but yeah, it's it's like fifteen bucks at the very least. Check it out as much mm-hmm. as you can. Support your devs. Support Baggy Cat. They're doing interesting things. Their other game is also an FMV game, and I don't know much about it, but it seems really interesting. Um, this game seems a little bit more polished than uh, Contradiction did. Mm-hmm. um but that was a, a first game so like that's understandable this one yeah. this one that one seems more like a, a visual like choose your own adventure and this one seems more like a game there's like an actual like gameplay loop in this one yeah. um so i definitely recommend checking out this one and honestly if you want to see more stuff like this maybe pick up the other one too give baggy cat some some money they they need it more than like ea um <laughs> well it depends yeah. on who you ask if you ask ea then they EA would disagree every penny you've got they're yeah. they're, they're really having a hard time right now yeah um, and they're, multi- they'll do just about anything to get it out million of you dollar. yeah yeah <laughs> oh my god dude. <laughs> uh but yeah you should play this game i i really think you should please yeah i i have to agree again i'm i think i've mentioned this before I'm not always a fan of like playing horror games. I'm not always a fan of watching horror movies, but it's just so interesting to see them all the same. Not because I'm a fan of the genre itself, but because of the like we've been talking about the innovation, the creativity that comes out of it. So, I mean, just for that, I'm going to have to take a look at this. It sounds fascinating. Yeah, for sure. I highly, highly recommend it. Please do. Um, But yeah, I think that's where I'm going to leave it. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. My name's Allison. Uh, my name's James Hall. Uh, but my <laughs> friends call me Jimmy. <laughs> it's been me the whole time. Hey. Uh, also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Oh okay, yeah, Twitter, Twitter. Follow, follow our Twitter, and more things to come soon. Ypg um, underscore pod. Y- Sorry Y-S-P-G about that. Underscore pod pod with a d with a y with a s with a p with a t with a g with an underscore with a p with a o with a d you fully triggered my dyslexia and i have no idea what you just spelled but i'm gonna assume it was yspg honestly halfway through it i started getting worried that i was spelling (laughs) it wrong Um, we'll have it written down somewhere go find it read the description or something i can't be bothered <laughs> uh, if you if you want to give us a review, I would appreciate it. It would be it would yeah. be neat to see. We are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thank Apple, you for Spotify, listening. Spotify, Google, tweet at us. Tell us how bad of a job we're doing, and that we're not Hell on yeah. your niche podcatcher. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, we're not on pod, Pocket Cast, and that kind of that kind of got me for yeah. a second. Uh, uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll figure it out. Yeah, for sure. Podcasting Thank is y'all. hard. It is. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. Comfy chair. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting down talking with a good friend about good games. It's so difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank y'all for joining. Thank you for listening. I'm going to say bye. Yeah, we'll struggle and scrape together another episode for you next week. Goodbye, everyone.